0: Deep within a bleak and dismal era, hidden within the murky internet, lies the headquarters of the most sinister peaks of all time, a Legion on Zoom.
1: What's going on everybody and welcome to another episode of the Legion on Zoom. This would be part two of our LOZ Ghost to the Movies bonanza and as always I'm Chez.
2: And I'm Miguel and i'm
0: rod ready to talk some shit let's talk let's talk about some movies man some movies
1: and shit or some movie shit either or um and on the heels of our previous episode this is our trip to the movies part i know i said it previously but i just wanted to say that out loud too um first things i want to talk about is this trailer actually kind of seems out of place um it's also one of the first times. Since we started the show, that we've all seen the trailer at the same time before we started recording, so we don't have to teleport. Um, and the Batman Spirit of the Dragon—did I get the name correct? Right? Wait, is that the name of, of the movie? Yeah, Spirit of the <laughs> Batman, Spirit of the Dragon, right? Damn, cool. Or, or Batman Soul of the Dragon.
2: Yeah, Soul want, of the Dragon, Soul yeah. of the Dragon.
1: I want to make—I want to make a philosophical distinction that there is a difference between spirit and soul
0: it tell, uh, tell me more.
1: <laughs> we'll dive into that later, but, but uh, yeah, that trailer was really interesting, of course, it pays homage to or homage <laughs> either <laughs> to the old school Bruce Lee movies of yore um and that whole era from the seventies. It seemed super exciting um, it seems very well made
0: Bro, um, you don't sound super excited.
1: No, because it just like because it just it, it just seems odd. Like, where does it take place? Is it just like is it just like elseworlds type of flick? It seems I,
2: so I think that to give the people out there who have not seen it, you guys definitely should check it out. And it's on our Legion on Zoom Instagram account. But right, but so the the premise of the movie is like like you were saying, right? So this Bruce Lee type film. It's Batman in the seventies fighting fucking ninjas with his own crew of like this epic, you know, martial artists, you know? Like what what more can you ask for? Like that sounds pretty fucking dope. And the animation looks great and it's cre- it's from uh uh Bruce Tim, right? From the ones who made, you know, all, you know, fucking the Batman animated series and like all the awesome movies, right? Well,
0: shit, I didn't know that cool.
2: Yeah. I am a fan of the fact
1: that it brings a sh- like a very bright light to a not so always expanded upon corner of the Batverse in DC Comics and that's his um backgrounds in martial artists um, because you get to see characters like the Lady Shiva and Richard Dragon and I think Bronze Tiger like in their actual like original elements. It's wild. I mean, because in all of Batman's epicness, people also forget that he's one of maybe arguably the top five Fighters on Earth, which of course is like, come on now. But it's it's kind of cool to see a movie that's based on that, even though it's super out of place, chronologically speaking. But yeah, can't wait to see it actually.
2: Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned the names because I was actually wondering about that when I saw the trailer, I'm like, all these other characters that is part of his crew, right? The Bronze Tiger, Lady Shiva, and Richard Dragon. I'm like, are those characters that exist? Like, I actually don't know. I think, I well, Lady Shiva. It, it, was Lady Shiva the 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 villain in in in? A star Girl, like the one that was the married to Sportmaster. No, right. Who? who what's her name? I'm, I'm uh, getting these confused. No, it's she- not Lady Shiva. That she
0: something like, like like a cat animal or some shit. Oh, I think you're right. I think <laughs> what you're is right. it? Damn.
2: Shit. What was <laughs> somebody? We gotta double check che- that. Che- No, she's not Cheshire. No, right? Because that's no? the daughter. No, I think... Oh, wait, wait. I'm super confused right now. All right. Well, someone
0: looks into that. <laughs> I think it's cool. And so, wait, that's... Is that Bruce Lee in the movie? No. Okay, it's not Bruce Lee. It's just like a, like a Shang-Chi looking... So, sorry to like, jumbo all these characters and stuff, but <laughs> I think it's a cool idea. And I'm glad that DC, ha- like, they keep releasing, like, Batman things because, I mean, as a fan, I don't get fatigued. Like, I want more Batman content. Oh, yes. Although it's cool when they kind of like do different things. Like when they make a Wonder Woman movie or you know, who else have they explored recently? I mean, not much. Right? Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman get movies. And Aquaman. Movies. And Aquaman. I mean, he had a, a Justice League throne of Atlantis, right? But that wasn't like yeah. his. I mean it kind of was his, but not really, right?
1: I mean, DC's planet conservative. Like they're doing what makes money. <laughs> you can't kind of like you kind of can't blame them. All right, I mean, just
2: just to confirm, no, 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 right? It's not Lady Shiva. It's not Cheshire. You're close. It's Tigress. Tigress. Yes. Tigress. Right. Right. But it's like that, right? Like I don't know. Like I, th- I, th- I thought I've seen Lady Shiva before and something else, but like other than that, like none of the other characters are people I know. And the and the guy who's like a Bruce Lee, Shanxi type guy is what was his name? Something Dragon. Right? Like I guess. Richard Dragon. So yeah, I guess Richard it's about Dragon. his soul. Like, Richard Dragon his. is a white guy, right?
1: Yeah, with red hair, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Oh. what well, I think he's in it too. I, I mean th- this movie's essentially like Enter the Dragon, right? Yeah. Exactly. With Batman in it. Which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Definitely top ten. Fucking love Bruce Lee. Word.
1: No, yeah, but like it's cool to actually and all these characters are canon. Um oh, and they all have uh very important place in Bruce Wayne's background when it comes to martial arts. And I think Lady Shiva has some connection to the Cassandra Kane Batgirl, right?
2: Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's her
1: mom,
0: I think. Yeah. But unless they retcon that shit.
2: Yeah, because didn't they have this big story in the recent run of the Detective Comics where Lady Sheba, I think, came back or something and wanted to get Cassandra Cain, and it was this whole epic battle between Cain and Lady Sheba where they had like heavily involved with um, Clayface in that awesome Detective Comics like super team that Batman had, yeah. like, basically led by Tim Drake. Oh yes, cool. I'm, I'm, I was excited about the movie anyway, but even more so now that I remember who these characters are.
1: Yeah, and I'm definitely just going to take it in stride as just like an Elseworlds thing, like out of place and just trying to live in the moment and not overthink it conceptually and just appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, because <laughs> we just the...
0: had the end cap to our our continuity-heavy DC animated movie universe. Sorry, right. you know... Yeah.
1: Now, now I was gonna say, are you referring to the film that is considered a masterpiece of our generation, also known as <laughs> yeah.
0: Justice League War? Justice League. Uh I always fuck this apocalypse up. Apocalypse, War. Apocalypse, War. apocalypse. Justice
2: League War. Dark. Justice League
0: Dark. Justice- apocalypse
2: War. Wait, wait,
1: Justice League Dark Apocalypse War.
2: But two guys that love the movie, <laughs> you guys don't even get the name right, though. Bro, I,
1: I, I got it. <laughs> Listen, man, it was great. It was an amazing movie.
0: Really? I think we're I think we're gonna dive into those like the best animated movies at some point in this episode. Yes,
1: yes. Well, yeah. I mean, while we're on the topic, but I mean, there's something that's actually been on the back of my head after after watching the trailer for the Batman um Soul of the Dragon trailer. And it was like and there's something I wanted to ask you guys because I was struggling to come up with an answer for myself. Is what would be your favorite like non superhero? flicks from either DC or Marvel.
0: Wait, I, I think you uh I think you mean um non DC or Marvel superhero flick. Ah, yeah
1: yeah yeah, essentially yeah. So, it'd, like it'd be very imagine... difficult.
0: Yeah, my bad <laughs> <laughs> It'd be very difficult the other way around. I guess how you duck? Uh, <laughs> like dig deep.
1: But yeah, essentially yeah, like that's right. actually what I was wondering. My bad. It's 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 really early. So.
0: No, it's all good. I, I'll i go first. Unless you, you guys... I, I'm going to go with The Crow with Brandon Lee, which I spoke about in the last episode. It's, it's not just one of my all-time favorite comic book movies. It's one of my favorite movies ever, right? And it still holds up. I don't know if it's on Netflix or anything, but you guys, check it out again. It still holds up. Really well made. Um amazing performance by the late brandon lee uh shit and that should spawn like that has a a strong cult following right like people fucking love that movie
2: yeah we were just talking about that a few episodes ago and we've actually talked about it in several episodes now and you guys have blown you know have fucking opened my mind about it because i didn't even know (laughs) it was like comic book actually based and you guys know all the movies that have come out after that uh, no, that that we know now more of the crow thanks to all you guys.
0: The shittiness that is the crow verse on the low. Bro, oh, and the soundtrack. They had Stone Temple Pilots, they had the cure, uh, A couple other good bands on that on that fucking album.
1: I'm gonna go with let me see. Hmm. And hearing Rod talk about the crow, actually just kinda brought the answer to mind. Um I'm gonna say wanted.
2: Oh, good! Because
1: that was my personal introduction to McAvoy, and at that moment, I fell in love.
2: And that's a Mark Miller property, no? That we've yeah. talked about before quite a lot about yeah. him too. Yep.
1: I believe that was what um wasn't it Vertigo?
2: No, well, I don't know. Image, I thought no. Right, image. Want to be the one that knows? It, Is it uh, image? Shit, no, no.
0: It's um, damn, it's it's something else. Yeah, we're really slow this morning. Like and yeah, and,
1: and we are planning on <laughs> redeeming ourselves very shortly. I don't,
0: it might be image, but I don't think so.
2: But Check like, that. I think it's something else, like dynamite or some weird shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm double checking that right now. Kaboom it Comics. Says, it actually, it's Top Cow Productions. <laughs> top Cow. Production. Top cow. Top there cow. You go. Okay, there you go. Shout out to <laughs> Top Cow. Shout out
1: to <laughs> Top Cow. Our apologies. But yeah, that movie's awesome.
0: I have yet to read the graphic novel, Wanted. Although, like, I started collecting all of Mark Miller's work. Um, but that one, since the movie was so satisfying, I never, like, got too deep into the comic book. But that's apparently, like... I think that one may have, like, launched him to stardom, Wanted. Oh, I haven't seen that shit in a, in a long time. I only saw it once, actually, in the movie theater.
1: Which, um, oddly enough, like... Now that I think about it, this was for the first time I make that connection. It kind of has some... is is like... A bit of a parallel to the old guard where it's like there's a type of esoteric force at play throughout humanity's development. You get what I mean? Whereas in, like, um, the old guard is um, Andromache, or whatever she's just um, killing people at vital points in history, which is the same thing that's going on with the fraternity and wanted. And also, a little bit interesting is I'm surprised that they went with um. Mr. McAvoy as the casting, because I think in the comics, he aesthetically, he kind of looks like Eminem the Rapper.
2: (laughs) Oh, in the comic books, you mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, in the comics, yeah. Yeah. But all in all, yeah, awesome movie. Yeah, awesome movie. You get some Angelina Jolie in there, you get some Morgan Freeman, you get some Common, there's some gunplay. There's some McAvoy. They flip Word. a car. Come on, man! Wanted is the shit.
0: Yo, and shout out to Mark Miller because he has five film adaptations. Right, two Kingsmen with another one on the way, two hit, uh, Kick Ass, and then Wanted. Of those five, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen both um, Kingsmen? No, I only saw me the too. first one. Yeah, me too.
2: Yeah, I think I, I saw it. the first two and i I didn't like the second one a lot the first one was good same with kick-ass right part two was eh even though it had jim carrey in it i don't think i saw that i didn't see the second one Hmm. damn jim carrey on it
1: i have to see the second one and i think it's getting like a third a spin-off or a prequel right
0: something like that i don't know that hit girl's like 30 at this point
2: (laughs) she's a grown-ass woman (laughs) They have to either recast or, like,
0: go with it. <laughs> the comics are still going, though. Hell, yeah. yeah. And, of
1: course, in Kick-Ass, I'm just grateful that we got some Nicolas Cage, as always.
0: Word. Part one was amazing. That was a surprise a surprise <laughs> hit right there. I didn't expect much from it. I, I didn't read the comic books. But when I went in there, and it's funny because when I went to see it in the movie theater, there were kids in the movie theater. They might have thought. I mean, the movie's called Kick-Ass, right?
2: Like, come so on. That should,
0: that should tell you something. <laughs> but there were kids in there. And <laughs> and then there's like that shit gets pretty graphic right there's like fucking in it right there's all kinds of shit there's torture
1: (laughs) hey right here right there i'm glad that you went over that because right there who do you blame in that situation a hundred percent the parents you took your kids to that movie purely based off the fact that the characters were colorful without doing zero to negative research You literally just walked through your kitchen to that movie, "Hey, I'm going to take in like I'm going to take my kids in to somebody that looks like Gumby." You know what I mean? Like Word. and that wasn't Gumby, bro. Like you should have done some research into that. That's on you.
0: Oh yeah, and that and that oh yeah, a fun fact about that movie Kickass, it has both Quicksilvers in it. It has Quicksilver from oh, Age yeah. of as the yeah, main wow, And yeah, it, it has Quicksilver from Days of Future Past, which is the other dude, the creepy dude from uh, American Horror Story.
1: Oh, yeah, that, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's coming out in WandaVision.
1: That guy's a really good actor. I, I enjoyed him a lot in American Horror Story. In, like, all the seasons he's been in. Yeah. That guy's a really good actor. He's pretty awesome. I've completely forgot what his name is, though.
2: And I'm pretty sure Kick-Ass was rated R, though, too, right? Like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't, like, a PG-13. So, like, if, if, if even with that, like, if the parents are bringing the kid to a rated R movie because it looks like Gumby, like, you, you're doing a few things wrong, probably. Gumby.
1: Fuck. <laughs> now, I'm telling you, yo, yo, every single parent. Well, I mean, come on, dude. Like, he, he kind of does look a little bit like Gumby. Um, but it's, like, to every parent that took their kid to see Kick-Ass and then got surprised, that's your fault. For doing zero research on that. I just want to make that very, very clear. Besides, <laughs> got
0: these kids gotta get woke. They gotta see the reality of Facts. comic books, <laughs> the grim right. reality Facts. of fiction.
1: <laughs> that movie is kinda like is kinda like a perfect crash course in hey, in the off chance that you do develop a superpower accidentally, um, like just like kick-ass is like don't get dressed and try to be a vigilante. You're gonna get
0: hurt. Like, and and this the sequel is pretty good. Um Mark Miller did a, a sequel to Kick-Ass where it's like a new character. I can't recall her name, but she's like an ex-Navy uh, SEAL, I think. Oh, yeah. That back. came out
2: like last year, no? Yeah,
0: it, really good. Like, you know, she comes back from overseas and she runs into all these, all these financial hardships. Her baby daddy ran away with somebody. Damn. And then she's just making ends meet. And, and the thing I like about Mark Miller is that he he knows how to write a good cliffhanger. Like, he'll leave the character on the brink of death on the last page of the issue and then on the next issue you're like okay somehow this motherfucker gets out of this shit but yeah that one is that that's a really good book um that i highly recommend all
1: right so it's around um so far so the choices are i went with wanted rod went with what was your choice again you said kick ass right the crow the crow or the crow and miguel <laughs>
2: I was actually wondering about that. So I'm thinking, so just to be clear, because I have an option, but I don't know if it's completely relevant. because do they have to have been comic book um, uh, uh, material first and then made into a film, just not Marvel and DC? Or is it comic book-ish, you know, superhero-related? Because the movie that I'm thinking about that I do think deserves an honorable mention, especially, especially since we've talked so much shit about Josh Trank because of his Fantastic Four film, right? You know, I'm not saying... He's a bad director, but he made a bad film. <laughs> he made that one terrible film. It's probably not all his fault, but I don't know if you guys saw the movie Chronicle. That Hell he made. yeah, yo, that no. movie blew me away. That was a great, great superhero type film, uh, but it's not based on actual uh, comic book material, you know. So, so that's the only thing. It's like, it, it, does it count? Does it not count? Because it's one hundred percent. No, like, I think it's valid. That's a really good yes. pick.
1: What was it about? I remember the title, but I don't think I saw it.
2: Yo, because it's supposed to be filmed. It's supposed to be filmed like 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 people like doing like, you know, como se llama como like the Blair Witch kind of project kind of thing or that like other or
1: like where the kids they find like a meteor and they get powers. Yeah. Damn, that's a throwback. Like I didn't remember that I saw that. Like yeah, I literally, I literally just pulled that out of the hard drive. <laughs> exactly, I did see that. Yeah, that's a really good
0: movie. Yeah,
2: because yeah, they have a lot time. of scenes like they're filming it like with their own like you know handheld camera or something, right? Like, and it's like, and it feels super raw, you know, like you, in the way they did the effects of like the powers are basically like telekinesis, pretty much, you know? because yeah, they it can works. Move, they can fly, they move things with their minds and that kind of stuff, and they have some pretty epic battle scenes and shit, and it stars uh of uh, the future green goblin from the from the andrew garfield films the Dane bane dehan uh, uh so he, he he's like the main well no it's oh shit and michael b jordan too fuck i completely Look forgot that. about that you got some that. comic book royalty there shit
1: yeah because i think um at the end of that movie, doesn't like one of the guys end up going to Tibet to like find out about his powers or some shit where like he puts the camera on a mountain and then like he flies away?
2: <laughs> I think so. I mean, some I, shit like that. Yeah, I, I think that's it how end, the movie. Right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I
1: did see that. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Retro <laughs> actor spoiler
2: alert. Yeah, because that movie came out, dude, in 2012, man. So that was, that was really, Yo, only, a lifetime ago. I think I've only seen
1: that once and I just remembered something that's eight years ago.
0: <laughs> I was really impressed by it. And then when that director got signed on for Fantastic Four, I'm like, oh, shit, cool, mm-hmm. man. He has this under his belt, but it doesn't always translate well, you know? Like, maybe the bigger budget, the more pressure, more studio execs getting involved. I don't know.
2: Yeah, totally. Exactly. And because you have seen his work and you saw that, whoa, because what I loved about that movie, which I felt like other movies were lacking, was that very realistic aspect of it, right? Like, I felt like, oh, shit, like, this is like you can't even the CGI wasn't like that in your face like it felt like oh shit this is actually happening here in the real world uh so which was fucking cool to see uh uh but yeah no but exactly then when he did Fantastic 4 well that kind of all went out the window but that was a good movie i love that movie
1: it's like it almost makes you wonder like what happened between that and that like like what happened to him as a human between chronicle and Fantastic Four,
2: nah. But like what Rod said, no, I'm thinking like the budget, dude. The the producers, the executive producers, the companies getting involved. Like I, there's so many um, hands in the in the pot now, you know. Like versus Bird of Chronicle, it's like straight up. It's a screenplay that he wrote with somebody else. He directed it, so you can imagine the. And I'm sure it wasn't like the budget probably wasn't huge, you know. So probably pretty independent to do whatever he wants. Then as soon as you get so many people involved. I'm sure there's room for things to go uh, 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 wrong.
1: Facts, fair enough. Yeah, so that's a pretty well-rounded selection. So best, non, big two, The Crow, Wanted, and Chronicle. Hmm. A lot of unexpected choices. Now, obviously, to fit, to flip the script on a way bigger palette, I want to say, what is the best animated feature? Oh. Because that's a way bigger question.
0: I have I have some thoughts. Thoughts? I uh, have thoughts. It's really hard to pick one. Uh, I'm not going to pick Apocalypse War because it doesn't stand on its own very well.
2: Right? Oh, yeah. You, ju- you jump into terrible. some wild
0: shit and there's like <laughs> 20 films before it. So if you're continuity buff, Apocalypse War is your shit. But if, you know, just like a standalone. Movie animated, we're talking about Marvel and DC, right? Obviously. Or any? No, Obviously. I think I, I think we'd be any opening any animated it up.
2: movie.
0: We're we talking about like Pixar shit too. Like what the hell?
2: The Superhero movie had to be, yeah, no? Yeah. Mm.
0: Like comic book related. Like, like the, the same Incredibles. Thing we just did. I just recently saw the Incredibles too. Like oh, that shit you? took like what a decade to come out.
2: Yep, yep. Or yep, some
0: yep. shit. All right, but anyway, let me not go off on a tangent. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the one that's just like floating around in my head. I'm going to go, and I think I've talked about this on a previous episode.
2: I think I know what you're
0: going to say. <laughs> All right, go for it. What, do you, what is it? I don't think
2: so. I don't think you know what I'm going to say. Uh, I, I, I want to say Flashpoint. Hmm. Damn. <laughs>
0: damn. Threw was... a wrench
2: at you. Fuck. Just threw
0: off his whole shit. Damn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Damn, I think that's it. Shit what were you gonna say say. because you know that that's the 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 bookend to apocalypse war right it it starts with flashpoint although there's a little bit it's not a seamless continuity that those are the bookend movies i was gonna go with batman assault on arkham for a few reasons um first of all it's what the suicide squad film should have been Secondly, uh, it's based within the Arkham Batman universe, and you know, I, we, we've spoken about that. It's one of the best uh, video game trilogies, I think, superhero or not, you know, on current consoles, whatever. Hell yeah. Um, and and I, I just liked, you know, I had Kevin Conroy, it, 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 had, it had the Suicide Squad, um, I don't know. And and it was made, it was like an adult, right? So there's violence, there's like sex in it, you know, which is one thing that I like about DC that they're not afraid to kind of go rated R with it at times. And I think that if you're going to go rated R with an animated movie, it might as well be the suicide squad. I mean, especially with how sensitive people are nowadays, I'm surprised you can still get away with calling the team the Suicide Squad. Word. Suicide Squad is serious, okay? (laughs) You shouldn't be using it for comic books and movies and toys.
2: Much less become a squad. No, come on.
0: (laughs) But yeah, no, that shit was really well made. And you don't have to play the Batman Arkham games to just get into it. It's you know, it's just a and it has the whole Amanda Waller with chips in people's brains. Like I'm hoping that the James Gunn film that we're gonna get in like what five years or whatever the fuck that shit is gonna come out. <laughs> I hope that it's closer to what Assault on Arkham was and not the 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 mess that we got in the in the feature film. But yes, I, I think ultimately, I think Flashpoint that shit that shit is the best right there. Fuck. <laughs> wait 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 you just made your argument for like assault on arkham think i think i've spoken about <laughs> flashpoint a lot and my love of jeff johns so I, I wanted to go a little bit different with it and also a film that maybe fans haven't really seen yet because assault on arkham kind of was a little bit under the radar it, it wasn't as big as flashpoint
2: right but yeah
0: that's that's my pick gentlemen
2: yeah, actually I need to see that one again. I think I've only seen it once and I remember really liking it, but I don't think I think I was busy doing something while I was watching. It. I really want to rewatch because there's cause there's two animated like Suicide Squad-ish films, right? Oh, the Hell to Pay. There, there's Hell to Pay. So I think I get those two confused, but I, I think I do remember the Assault on Arkham was the one I liked the most. Because I remember one of those was okay and one was great.
0: Yeah, right? Hell to Pay was all right. It was good. It was it was a follow up to Flashpoint.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go next taking advantage, uh, uh, of, of, cause (laughs) let me know, I feel almost, this is cheating because my choice for best animated film is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh. The, that counts right that that come on It's an counts, animist- of course <laughs> yeah because i because we know that for most for the fans out there we know the most most animated films are straight to you know straight to dvd straight to blu-ray straight to on demand kind of thing right you know so i think uh, uh spider man to the spider verse was like i think for the f- first time in a while right was one of those big animated films that was went to theater you know and so that's why I thought it was a little bit like cheating, right? Because it was like at the up, upper level. And I'm sure they have a budget that's bigger than the budget for the animated films that, that DC and Marvel do. But, but yeah, like if I have to pick an animated film, that is definitely for me the best fucking animated film, superhero film ever.
1: Damn. valid as choice. choice. Bit of a cop-out. But because it's so good, ironically enough. It's an ironic good choice. I, let me see, um, I think I'm gonna go with, let me see here, just thinking, thinking, thinking. okay, so one thing I want to do is I want to give an honorable shout out to the first animated feature I ever saw, which was Batman Mask of the Phantasm.
2: Oh, that was yeah. good. That honorable that a
1: theatrical mention. release. Honorable
2: oh, Roar.
1: Yeah honorable mention to Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, one of the OG animated features. But then just, I remember like this almost being like a genuine horror movie, like the way it made me feel inside. And I'm surprised that Rod didn't say this, to be honest. Uh, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker.
0: Yeah, that I was thinking about it. Mm, One of the
1: best animated features. Because one, I think it had a rated R edition, also correct? Like a director's cut or some shit like yeah,
0: that. It was. I don't think it was rated R, but it was a director's cut. Yeah, director's cut. Definitely watch that one for the fans that haven't seen it. I think it's on Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, and the premise of that is crazy. It delves deeper into like the Joker's canon and the whole twisted, dark, um, like underlying history of the Bat Family and how things progressed as everyone got older. It's a really wild movie. And, of course, it feeds into the Batman Beyond um, lore because I understand that Batman Beyond, they kind of started as a, like, Elseworlds type of thing or what if. But let's be honest. We all want it to be canon. It's kind of implied canon on the low. You know what I mean? Like, and it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Definitely Batman Beyond Return of the Joker.
2: Damn. That was a good one. That's something – and I've actually – I've seen exactly – I don't know where it's – on. I think, is it Amazon? Or it's in something uh, I've been I've been craving – uh, to rewatch it because i, I was, it's also one of those things i think i saw it once i think maybe twice at the max but even if i saw it twice that was like what decades ago now <laughs> like it was really fucking good
1: that shit is so throwback that i remember getting released on a dvd case that like that has like the paper like i guess like the cardboard like hard paper with the cl- plastic class on the side yeah super old movie of course but like yeah definitely that's my choice
0: yeah, And then it filled in some blanks for the fans, like between Batman, the animated series, season four, and then uh, Batman Beyond, whatever, season one. Like, there's a lot of questions like, oh, what happened to this guy? What happened to her? What happened to him? So, you know, you get some good flashback sequences in, in Return of the Joker and, of course, Mark Hamill returning. Um, and yeah. then, uh, of course, showing like one of Joker's many faces, this one being like the genetic genius he's a a geneticist and he manipulates shit not 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 only that he he manages he manages to like encode genes onto microchips yo he's on some elon musk shit on this movie (laughs) joker stark and shit That's, (laughs) that's
2: the joker we miss in the three jokers it should have been the fourth joker and he's the one that made it all the geneticist
0: yeah, and I was I was wondering, too, about, like, when in that scene in Three Jokers, when there there was that pool of all those, like, you know, right. failed Jokers. I'm like, okay, this is delving into, like, that gen- the genius Joker, because there is a genius Joker, right? Damn. Yeah,
1: I mean, there, there kind of has to be, if you think about it.
2: Maybe, yeah. I do want to say also a little fun fact. Although you you know you mentioned as a, as a throwback the, the the mask of the phantasm, I will want to say for those of you out there who were like, oh word, right, that was such a cool character. The phantasm is going to make for the first time their DC Comics a uh, a uh, debut uh, uh, this week. Actually, if you're listening to this, I think when it comes out, it basically I think it was the week before or something it's in it's going to come out in tom king's and clayman's uh batman and catwoman uh uh uh, miniseries the 12 issue maxi series is going to come out so Phantasm's going to make the debut there so that'll be fucking cool and exciting to see how does tom king bring phantasm into the actual proper dc comics lore
0: you gotta love tom king i'm definitely checking that out and it's part of the dc black label
2: right word which again, it's one of those things that's confusing, right? And we've talked about this, like, so wait, is it canon or is it not canon, right? Like, because Tom King's been saying it will be canon because it's supposed to be like the his finale to his Batman run, you know, the, all the things he started during Batman, and then after City of Bane, uh, with that, how his Batman run ends. Now he's doing this book, which is in Black Label, but right, we've had we 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 talked about this with the Three Jokers, right? Which is, is it canon? or not? Like, I'm so fucking confused with that.
0: And either way, uh, if there's like a message that DC has like, I don't know, hammered home recently is that we don't have to be so invested in in continuity anymore, right? It's like a shit show now. Just like stories for fun. Nah,
1: man, like I want some type (laughs) of because like, to be honest, (laughs) like I see what... (laughs) I'm not gonna front, like to me, it seems like DC is just going the route of, and is like even not to get political, but just like Trump is going with like this whole death metal shit, just like just throwing shit out there. Like this is this. like, just take this, take that, and people are just like eating it up. It's like there's no continuity, there's lack of sense in where things seem to be going. It's like you said, like it's almost too creative. It's like, let's rein it in a little bit.
2: Yeah, no, I want some continuity. I like the idea of having like the Elseworlds kind of thing. I like that. And I like having an idea of like, oh, this is a standalone comic where you can do the writer, the creative is given free reign to do whatever they want for sure. But I do think, but with outside of that, like I want some kind of continuity, Jesus Christ. Because then that's the problem. You know, that's that's why they did they see uh, the Crisis on Infinite earth. was so to try to fix there are decades and decades of, 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 disastrous continuity, you know, I'm like, don't, don't, don't go back to that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I like me, to be honest, I think as far as continuity goes, when it comes to DC, I think ever since identity crisis, which we had a discussion about um an episode or two ago, uh, ever since then, I think DC has been trying to like st- find its footing in like its own reality, and it just hasn't been able to do so. And speaking of um, animated features and continuity, because I actually have to check this out myself, because I'm curious as to where it lands within their animated continuity, or if it's a standalone thing, which is kind of seems like, is the Deathstroke Knights and Dragons animated feature, which I think Rod checked it out, right?
0: Yeah, I'm the only one that has seen it. And Ches, you claim to be a Deathstroke fan, and yet I you really watched. He got his own movie, bro.
2: This is Yo. very true. So you've been so you you've been lying, chess right? You've been lying. You don't you don't love Deathstroke. You hate him then, right? <laughs> What's going on?
0: Come on, that's, man. That's this is a safe space. <laughs> I'm
1: Guys, I'm sorry.
0: Or is it your hate that makes you lust? Is that the right word or that I'm thinking about, lust? I anyway, think it's lust. Let, I think he lusts.
2: Fair enough,
1: fair enough. You know what? Fair enough. I have been slacking. And to be honest, I I, I can only blame myself. And I just want to apologize to both of you gentlemen and the fans for not having watched the movie yet. And I promise in the future to be on the ball when it comes to all matters, Deathstroke and Slade Wilson related. Okay. There's
0: a good chance that while people are listening to this, you're watching it in your crib, butt naked. <laughs> Lusting. <laughs> Lusting over Slade Wilson. Not to be confused with Wade Wilson. All right. So a little bit about this movie. It it's it comes out of left field a little bit. Like I feel like it it's it was almost like a DC showcase. You know, DC does these like mini movies for some of their lesser-known characters, like Phantom Stranger, Jonah Hex, which was really good by the way. Um, this is a Jonah Hex uh, a mini where he's voiced by Thomas Jane. You may know him as The Punisher. Um, oh. From 2004 or some shit like that.
2: Damn.
0: Um, so, yeah. So, this Deathstroke is called Knights and Dragons, right? It's a standalone movie. It delves, obviously, into his family problems, which is like a, a, a recurring theme with Deathstroke, right? Because he tries to kind of be a family man, yet he's like the highest paid killer in the world or some bullshit like that. And uh, the animation is is completely different from anything else we've seen. Uh, it's it takes some getting used to. The, it, it's a minimalist art style that allows for greater motion, which I you know I'm kind of I'm kind of for that. Like you know like tone down the detail and increase the action. <clears throat> it, it's uh it's reminiscent of like Metal Gear Solid. This movie like if you like Metal Gear Solid shit like government and black ops and secret military industrial complex science experiments and all that bullshit. yeah you'll be you'll be into this <laughs> um and it, you know it revolves around him and his kids i, I think it's rose wilson and jericho yeah and then oh. his his wife you know the the mother and she's a fucking badass um and then it, it's him coming into conflict with hive you also get bronze tiger good action very violent um Second only, I mean, I haven't seen many animated movies this year, I don't think, but I would rank Deathstroke second to the Mortal Kombat animated movie that came out like a few months ago. Like that one ha- had slightly better animation and slightly better action. This one is like right below it. But if you're a Deathstroke fan and you want to know a little bit more, also uh, Deathstroke is voiced by Michael Chiklis, uh, nice. you know, your, your your thing. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. Out of five stars, I'll probably give it like three and a half. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. You know, I watched it till the end. Uh, you know, whatever fans check out the trailer. And if you like the trailer, you'll probably like the movie.
2: Yeah, but not bad. Like 3.5 out of 5. I, I was expecting it to be a little bit lower, especially because what you were saying about the animation style, because I think that was one of the things when I saw the trailer that kind of threw me off a little bit. But now I think I'd be, especially I like how you framed it in terms of it allows for more action. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. I wanna, I'm want. i a little bit more curious to check it out. I do. I was wondering, so you, but you said because it's based, it's like it has a style of some of the minis before, but it's not a mini movie, right? Like how long is, is the film? I think it's
0: over an hour. All right, I good. think, or at least an hour, definitely on the short side. Yeah, and
1: come on, like it's only the beginning of the Deathstroke avalanche. Because as soon as we see more of um Joe Manganiello of of like his Deathstroke on the movie screen, it's a wrap. It's gonna be as big, if not bigger. And this is me being biased. than all that Deadpool nonsense going on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> That is me being biased because and by the way if i'm not mistaken the whole creation of the Deadpool Wade Wilson character is a just attempt to mock Slade Wilson and Deathstroke
2: Totally totally Deadpool was created afterwards and i remember reading something about uh uh, uh it was sorta of done on purpose i think to make fun of of uh Slade right cuz you know Slade Wilson and we have Wade Wilson as Deadpool they're both mercenaries um but obviously the stories about each is very different you know yeah exactly Uh, like that's that's where you know it was on purpose it's a little bit you know too on the nose i'm surprised that dc didn't sue or something i guess it's different enough (laughs) not to sue
1: no yeah and um that's not the only instance that happened but i think like that's just one of the most obvious um to put it within some like fighting game context <laughs> and I know this sounds out of nowhere, but think of Deadpool as like what Dan is to Ken and Ryu in the Street Fighter verse. He's like, he's like a play on those characters. For
2: continuity errors in tonight.
0: <laughs> we have a fourth guest today, ladies and gentlemen. We have Mister Wade Wilson himself, in the form of a decapitated head.
2: Oh, shit. The head moves. Oh, not-
1: And it talks. Nice. We you have some- what, Let's take a walk around the block. I think the embarrassment of you carrying around a toy is worth the cardiovascular bet.
0: Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> <laughs> that is so
2: fucking dope.
1: <laughs> and that goes to show that Deadpool is essentially the Beetlejuice of comic books because even within our podcast, he was able to break up with that, like, the fifth wall
0: Work. or some shit.
1: <laughs> <Work>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, it's only I see it as only the beginning of a much needed death stroke awareness.
2: Uh, stroke awareness <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some week we're gonna see football players wearing a pin for death stroke awareness.
1: Yeah, <laughs> death stroke. I'm gonna hashtag death stroke awareness, but
0: an underappreciated character. character. Ladies and facts.
1: Gentlemen. facts, facts. Who, by the way, just a quick side note, much to my surprise so I understood how epic of a character he was, right? So when I first took um, a dive into the DC Rebirth run of Deathstroke, like, is when it hit me that he's such an epic character that he affects, like, geopolitical events via the contracts he accepts within DC. So a lot of the shit that happens just, like, outside of, like, all the superhero bullshit, just, like, within the world, Deathstroke is one of the main factors, like, in that. Like, that's that's insane. So, yeah.
0: And they may have pulled some of that for the animated movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so it starts off that way. You know, one of these, you know, fucking geopolitical assassinations and government <laughs> overthrowing, you know, all that bullshit. <laughs> it's like G.I. Joe on
2: steroids. Facts. Oh, yes. Facts. Throwback. Facts. Facts. All right. Now, my question is, though, I wonder, will Chess finally give in and watch this film? Apparently, he's such a Deathstroke fan. Deathstroke awareness shit. Come on. Are you
1: going to watch it, Chess? As the launch of hashtag Deathstroke Awareness Month, I am going to watch the movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be an ongoing campaign to, to bring awareness to Slade Wilson. Watch, watch for
2: it. Watch for it on our accounts. Instagram at Legion on Zoom. Watch Chez. will be all about Stroke Awareness for the following weeks.
0: <laughs> it and I'll add, it, it was slightly better than the Superman animated movie we got. I don't know. I forgot what that shit was called.
1: Wait, he was in a Superman animated movie?
0: No, the, uh, the, the most recent Superman animated movie. Wasn't it came... called
2: Man of Tomorrow?
0: Yeah, Man, Man of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, Deathstroke was slightly better than that.
1: Okay, nice. Okay,
0: cool. And although I have uh, Death in the Family, I've yet to really dive into that one. That's another film we got this year, another animated film.
1: Oh yeah, that's one that we all gotta take a dive into because it'd word. be really it'd be really awesome if like we all took different choices and just talked about the different outcomes that, Good you know, idea. Ended up in that movie. I'm with it. Yeah, word. Okay, yeah. So we have that plan, hopefully, for you guys out there. That's gonna be a pretty cool thing. And in the name of great cinema to um, address one of the bigger questions is one thing that everyone has an appreciation for is when a story gets really fleshed out or when a character gets really, really fleshed out and expanded upon. And it's very rare that we get a complete trilogy franchise within like our favorite superhero movies. What would you guys say are some of your favorite, to put it best, Complete experiences as far as like the concept of a trilogy goes.
2: Shit. That's hard though. That's hard. That's going to be really fucking hard. And I think we got to be loose on it because I think obviously everyone here would possibly say, All right, well, Batman, like the dark, the Chris, uh, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, Word. right? Because that's it. All right, the argument done. Good night, hey, everybody. We're Bye. Done. Later because i feel yeah, like maybe i would have
0: said that before watching batman versus superman and i'm and i'm sorry for the fans that are really passionate about christian bale and christopher nolan's uh vision but i thought that that was the pinnacle of batman on screen until <laughs> i saw ben affleck so you know my answer may not be the dark knight trilogy or maybe it is i don't know who's going to go first
2: all right, so because cause I'm just thinking about it in terms of, like, the the how do we wrap our hands around this, right? Because, like, we know, because our problem is, too, right, because I think notoriously in movies, any movies, right, any movie, doesn't have to be in comic book movies, that sequels tend to be, like, either they're going to be great or they're going to be worse, right, Than the, than the first movie. And then to have a fucking trilogy be good, that's fucking near impossible you know that's that's pretty hard because for example i don't know like a part of me almost wants to say that the trilogy that i would said l- for me was like for example the, the the sam raimi fucking uh spider-man films oh but spider-man 3 wasn't great you know but it's like but i can't but i the Do two movies, two good movies out of three, is that good enough to select a trilogy? That's what I'm trying to understand. That's up to you, right? You
0: decide. Yeah, yeah, words. It's your all-time favorite trilogy. If you want to go ahead and fucking sacrifice your
1: principles, go ahead.
0: (laughs) I, I thought, I thought, just being the Marvel fanboy that you are, you would have automatically went for Captain America cuz they threw everything in the, with the kitchen sink at that trilogy.
1: Yeah, word. Right?
0: You got word. everything. You got him fighting Iron Man. You got fucking Spider-Man. Bucky coming back. Winter Soldier. From... Oh yeah, my word. god, that movie was now, so fucking good. And
2: I'm I'm glad you're mentioning that cuz that was the other thing I was struggling with because in my mind I was also thinking but like are they trilogies cuz it's almost like Like, you know, Civil War is almost like an Avengers fucking three, right? After Age of Ultron. So I'm confused, right? Exactly. Because, yeah, you're right. You're right. Technically, because of the name of the movie, those would be Captain America Trilogy, right? Because we have the first Avenger, Winter Soldier, and Civil War, right? Um, Damn. Exactly. (laughs) I think I would rather go with that,
0: (laughs) actually. Or maybe open it up to, like, franchise. Like, what's the best superhero franchise?
2: Well... All right, you go for it. All right, Rod, Rod, or Chess? You guys? Like, I'm still thinking about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. So you know what? I think I might go with X one through three.
2: What?
1: Like as like like my favorite trilogy. I like i don't know like because
2: damn As in f- the last episode literally the volume one of this one rod shared his soul saying how x3 was his most disappointing film man or the worst film ever i don't remember what it was and you dare say that's one of the best trilogies jesus
1: with all due respect fuck rod
2: <laughs> fair <laughs> enough
1: fair. Uh, <laughs> <Alan>. <laughs> i said with all due respect um uh, now, yeah because like all right so as far as like the trilogy experience goes and try to erase the time that goes in between movies right if you were to watch yo roger's took a really serious he's fucking absorbing what happens
2: <laughs> he's
0: ready he's like yes! yo, i was thinking right there <laughs> that's the most thing i've done all day <laughs>
1: i appreciate that i'm genuinely complimented by that but all right so if you erase right the time that goes on in between each movies um and if you just were to watch them back to back to back i think like that's one of the trilogies that feels the most cohesive like in my opinion it um it it has like like it feels like one shared experience you know what i mean like I think, like even though X three has its flaws, but X one blew our minds. X two crushed that notion that a sequel is gonna suck, oh, and yes. X three kind of sucked, but it, it still it remained within the same tone. The universe felt right. You know what I mean? We got fucking Kelsey Grammer, wavy <laughs> as hell. I will not let go of that.
2: Yeah, second thing you mentioned that,
1: and I will continue <laughs> it to mention the third. It. I don't care. <laughs> Fans, go out there and Google Kelsey Grammer Beast. <laughs> my God.
0: Um, perfect, perfect casting.
2: And I like that you told them to Google it, not watch the film. Don't watch the movie. Just Google the photo of Kelsey Grammer as Beast.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Like, people don't have to go through that. That's crazy. <laughs> um, But, yeah, like, in my opinion, X1 through 3 feels like a really good experience, like, in, like, throughout. You know what I mean? Like I try to, I try to not see them as individual movies, but like as one whole thing.
0: Mm. Damn, this this one's tough. Wait wait, 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 are we doing franchise or trilogy? Should we do trilogy? Trilogy. Trilogy.
1: Yeah. See, that makes it tougher. That Damn. makes it tougher. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, just because I'm legally, I must say this. <laughs> <laughs> without even seeing the finale of, you know, oh, Zack Snyder. Hey, oh. so, so it's supposed to have been Man of Steel is part one, BBS is part two, and Justice League is part three. Well, let's just put that table that, you know, to the side. I think, and again, we're all going to struggle, right? Because Miguel, you had Raimi, Chez, um, you had the, the, the X-Men movies. Yeah. Part three is the one, is the stinker, right? Unless. Yes. yes you want to flip that whole shit on its head and talk about Thor because Thor Ragnarok was the best by far film oh.
2: of Ooh. that
0: whole trilogy, right? It's Hell not like yes. Thor headed trilogy, shit. but I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I, I guess picking the Nolan Batman movies is a bit of a cop out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go with more. I'm going to go a little bit, you know, similar to what you guys did. I'm going to go with a strong part one and two and then a, then a, a turd for part three, <laughs> which was, which is technically the Tim Burton Batman universe was, suppo- you know, that, that was envisioned as a three parter. He was going to have, you know, he had all these plans for like, like I mentioned in previous episodes, introducing Robin in part three, potentially having Rob- Robin Williams do the Riddler. Um, Who was know, supposed to be Robin? Uh, Marlon Wayans. That's right. And then (laughs) uh, uh, Billy D. Williams as uh, Harvey Dent. So yeah. Anyway, you know, come on, Batman '89 is top three greatest. Not again, not just comic book movies, but my favorite movies of all time. Definitely number three was amazing. Right, part two was darker, riskier. You know. Essentially, like you know, the Timber ran into a shit show because it was a bit too dark, a bit too risque, <laughs> right? And then the, he got, you know, gracefully exited for part three, the which graceful. wasn't that bad considering the stinkers that we've gotten as part threes. Batman Forever isn't that terrible,
2: but then my question, you know, to you about that, but doesn't technically isn't then Batman and Robin. Yeah. So it's not a trilogy then, right? Right, it's right. Like, right. Or hmm. harder, like where do you draw the line, sir? Damn.
0: <laughs> Facts. Any other completed trilogies that we're not thinking about?
2: You, you, you. When you said Captain America and Thor, that also reminded me Iron Man technically also was a trilogy.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but that as
1: a trilogy was like no. Part yeah, three exactly. was trash, bro.
0: Yeah, I, I never went back to it. I think I saw it twice, and I, I, I didn't feel the need to go back to it. Although I really liked part two even though people didn't respond to it that well, that shit was good.
2: Yeah, I think for me, it was just like more like, because Iron Man 2 was okay. I didn't love it, but it was okay. I think because how good Iron Man 1 was, you know, it's hard to really, how do you top that shit, you know? Yeah. And then like, I get, well, Avengers, if you want to, you know, come see, say, you know. Damn. Hand wave the (laughs) rules a little bit, right? Because Avengers, and then you have Avengers Age of Ultron, and then, Technically, you can think of Infinity War and Endgame as one film. Yeah. Right. Right? So that could count, Mm. I guess. If we allow it, we are the (laughs) And in that
0: case the middle one is the suspect one, right? Which wasn't that bad either. Yes, exactly. And then then we have like, you know, Blade, right? Part one was good, part two was better, and part three was a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Why do people get lazier on that
0: third part, man? God, I don't think wait. they try to go too big. I think all right, all right.
1: Mm-hmm. Big question, big question, big question. What's the best part three?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's easy, right? Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Oh Russia yeah, fair was right, fair epic. Enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And but so was Thor Ragnarok.
2: No, yeah, I would say Thor Ragnarok is the best Damn. three because he was because also Thor Ragnarok was the best out of the three, and Dark Knight Rises wasn't the best out of the three. Oh, you, know, you, know? you know what's so, crazy?
1: Like, it's been in the back of my head that I've been going over, like, wait, what was the second th- I completely forgot about Thor The Dark Ro- um, World. Dark World I compl- yeah. Like, I forgot about that movie altogether. That's crazy.
2: Like, it was okay. I liked it. Actually, a lot of people give a shit for not being a very good movie. I liked it. I, 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 I It's not obviously the best movie, but I, I loved it. I think I'd, I'd be willing to rewatch it again. Um, to enjoy so because Malachith comes out in it, you know, and he's he's a dope character. But yeah. Actually I had another thought though, another thought. So for then what about Wolverine? Does he he technically has a trilogy, right? If we were to count, I guess it would be the origins, then the Wolverine, right? And then Mm -hmm. um Logan. Logan. Well those movies (laughs) nobody wants to use that one. Everybody's like now we're good.
1: However though like But every cloud has a silver lining, and in that trilogy where we got to see Silver Samurai, we got the awesome saber in um Liev Schreiber. But damn, those movies are whack. What? Logan? Yeah, (laughs) not Logan, not Logan. But like the other ones weren't exactly all Uh, that. Yeah, offended. Nah, you are, bro. Like Logan. What? Okay, what? (laughs) So like. (laughs) Are you really gonna place like the Wolverine trilogy, quote unquote, as a nah. contender because of Logan?
0: Nah, nah, I got I got the Punisher trilogy over that shit. <laughs> I got with Dolph Lundgren in part one. Yes,
1: Thomas A number. And then two. Ray
0: Stevenson, my favorite Frank Castle. I've already said that before, but I'm gonna say it again. Check out <laughs>
2: Warzone.
1: Nah man. Heads Johnson.
0: explode in that shit.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, dude. Shit.
2: All right, but so Rod, so what what are you picking, bro? Because like technically, your Batman, oh, you know, one Tim Burton one. You.
0: I got the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles part one through three.
2: Oh no, no, no! I don't,
0: I don't even remember. <laughs> that, I think, I I got think got part that bad. <laughs> two, part two was with the juiced up Toka and Razzar, and then the Super Shredder, and then part three they went to the past or some bullshit. Yeah, right? yeah, Turtles time forever <laughs> t- since I've seen. But I, I did see part one last year again because that's also on Amazon.
2: Yeah, and part two is the one that has fucking vanilla ice in it, no?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, they, they start breakdancing with the with the show, the ah, and all yes. that Yo, I'm yeah. not gonna
1: like I'm not gonna front now when I think about across those movies. Um, which is the one where they like have to go to the woods and they have to like do like the meditation circle and all that stuff? Is that part one or three? That they have oh. to like where they go to the woods to retreat.
2: I think
0: For one. Yeah, Oof, After wow. they lose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lose like, and then they go on some yo, soul-searching yo, mission.
1: Yo, if you watch all three of those movies, the, yo, I think those movies got lost. In t- like, everyone says, yeah, those movies are awesome. Yo, those movies were an experience, man. Those were filmed <laughs> on the low. Like, damn.
0: I, I vaguely forgot. remember that shit. And uh, yeah. yo, RoboCop got three parts. Oh, And right, Now we're just,
2: just throwing movie franchises.
0: <laughs> 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 what else got three parts? Terminator. Bro, Terminator. Is, that's a comic, is it?
2: No, it's not a comic book. I think. No, and Terminator, but Terminator also has more than three movies now. You know, because I think the, the the new one just came out not that long ago, which is like the fourth or the fifth movie.
1: The continuity of the first three Transformers flicks was pretty epic, though.
0: Nah, Dang. And I think that that became a comic book after the cartoon, right? I think. What? Yeah. The, the, the transformers yes i think so yeah i've never read a transformers comic book in my life
2: <laughs> actually I, think- I have actually i have because they're on Comicsology <laughs> unlimited and i fucking love the cartoons and I, I i i started reading some of them i'm not like deep in them but they're not that bad like it's actually kind of interesting because it's a big ass fucking world and they're a little yeah. bit quite a bit dark in in the in in the comic books
1: yeah, it's definitely a bit more complex and nuanced than they make it out to be, like factions and like... Yes, it's, yeah. yeah, it's complicated. It, yeah, like, it's it's almost very much kind of like real-life war politics and shit.
2: Yeah, like, people hate Optimus Prime, too. Like, he's not really treated as a hero hero, because people, like, blame him for the ongoing war with Megatron. It's, like, intense. It's like, what am I reading here? <laughs> like, I, th- <laughs> I thought he was a good guy. No, like, Jesus Christ, it's complicated.
0: Yo, and, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that the phrase beast mode that we hear a lot came from, like, the, the fucking the Transformers Beast Wars. Like, they, they used to get into beast mode, right? They turn into animals instead of cars. Oh, and then that shit just, like, took off. Like, yo, bro, chill. You're, you're in beast mode right now. You know, what's like, you're, you're, you're beasting. <laughs> what's, the, what's the correct word for that? The
1: etymology?
0: I don't, I, well, the, like the, the breakdown of the word. Oh yeah, like, the root of the think, word. I think that's where that <laughs> shit came from. Cause I started hearing Beast Mode after that cartoon. And then it was like a CGI Transformers cartoon.
2: Yeah, actually it was pretty good. I like yeah, that Beast Wars Yeah, dude, cartoon. I remember
1: Beast Wars. That, sh- that shit was awesome. That shit was groundbreaking.
2: Actually, fun fact with that too. If you guys haven't seen it, I would recommend actually right now on Netflix, there's a new Transformers uh, cartoon. It's like an anime type style, like 3D thing called A War for Cybertron. And it's a trilogy. Actually, it's a trilogy. <laughs> uh, but they haven't, they haven't come out with the, the next two parts. Only the first chapter is up right now. And apparently, I think for the third chapter, they said the, B, the, the Beast Wars characters are going to come out. And it's actually pretty good because it's also kind of adult-ish. You know? It's still for, you know, a little bit for kids, but like young adult. You know, uh, uh, But I would recommend seeing that too. It's actually kind of fun.
1: I'm definitely going to check that out. I didn't even know that was on Netflix. Appreciate it.
2: And, yo, and if fans listening, if we missed any trilogies
0: or any non-Marvel DC blockbusters, please let us know.
1: Word. Let us know in the comments. Let us know on our Insta, on our Twitter, Legion on Zoom. And let us know at our Gmail, legiononzoom at gmail.com. Give us reminders. We'd like to argue with you guys, debate, get into it, engage. We're here for you yes
0: and uh, just to send us off we i think wade has a few more closing remarks hit us off wade
2: <coughs> hey i feel a little lightheaded oh no it's the body definitely the missing body
0: <laughs> yes hope that was funny for the fans listening come on man you can do better than that We'll give it one more shot for the fans. you
1: doing this? Really? Yes, we are. I'm glad you feel the same way about me.
0: Aw. Resuming chapter 137, the Dark Phoenix Saga. Locked in the battle with their friend and teammate, Jean Grey, the team finally understood the truth. Jean didn't love Scott. Not Warren, Charles,
1: or Logan. She loved Wade. And no power in the Marvelverse could keep her from him. And no power in the Marvelverse could keep us from you, Wade, because the Legion has actually, if you think about it, broken the nth wall at this point. I don't even want to do the math. And with love in our hearts, always a pleasure, guys. Always an honor to serve with you, gentlemen. I'm Chez. You and I'm Miguel.
0: I'm Rod. Peace out. Deuces. Later, guys.
2: To write him the way he would want him to have been. But like but I like, I think he did such a good job not ignoring the history of Batman, not ignoring the Joker's history. But he I feel he ignored Jason todd's history and all the good writing that he's had across the board that I feel like this is out of character. I feel like hey, why is he doing this? Like no, I like I I or or build it up a little bit more. I'm not I'm not buying it that much, you know. I still love the ending though. There's still things I critiqued about it, but I, I loved it. Oh, and just to quickly add, I wanna—I don't wanna, you know, fact check the fact checker. But actually, what 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 Batman asked the Mobius chair what was what's the Joker's true name? He at the end of this book, he says that he knew who the Joker was since the first week he met him. So why is he asking what's the Joker's true name? Like, your argument I guess still holds. It can still be like because he knew there might be—I don't know. But I guess still, I didn't like the reveal. I would have loved for for it to have just ended with Batman saying, "Yeah, we don't know," yeah, or something, and then like a scene that the kid and the mom is alive somewhere without Batman knowing, and it's a mystery for both Batman and the Joker That's something they both don't know. But um, just because it started with that fucking question, you know, that makes me feel like, come on, Batman from the Mobius chair, yeah, like exactly, like do you know or not?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, world was gonna be divided, but the one thing that we could agree on is that it was an amazing event and it's definitely, yes. it, it, it addressed something that we've all kind of wondered over time, like shit, how old is the Joker? You know what I mean? Like it kind of put something into perspective, but overall, um, even though our opinions are a tad split, the one thing we all are united on is the fact that the art was amazing and it was a great event to read. It has ups and downs, but those ups and downs were peaks and fucking valleys. Because good lord, that 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 was that was an
0: amazing art to read. Yeah, I think it sets up a sequel too. Right? Because Ooh. because Joker says that like, you know, he wants to now become like his worst
2: trauma. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And I will say too, I remember when we first started talking about this a few episodes ago, Rod, you had mentioned that you saw that this was an epic story in the making, right? Like that this would gonna is going to eventually with time be one of those epic Batman stories, right? Like we keep mentioning the killing joke and that kind of stuff, right? Like that this book will be up there with that, right? And we were saying that we weren't gonna know that until we know the ending for real. I, you know, with that, I think, yeah, I think so. I think still, like even it's the, we have divided ways of thinking about the ending. I still think as a whole, these three sto- uh, books is it's gonna be one of those up there classic yeah. Batman Joker stories. word. Do we all agree on that or not? No, definitely. For sure.
1: I agree. And on that note, something that rarely happens, we all agree on something. So that'd be a perfect way to cap off this amazing verbal audio adventure for all the fans out there. And guys, as always, it's a pleasure. It's an honor to serve with you gentlemen for the sake of keeping people informed, entertained in the real things that matter. For all the fans out there, keep coming back for more.
0: I'm Chez, you and I'm Miguel, and I'm Rod. Peace out. We're the
2: Legion. Deuces. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.